My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today I'm here with Tanisha Naughton. She's a plant-based wellness coach, and we're going to talk about veganism meeting spirituality. Um, I know some of you know from my book, or if you've worked with me before, and I've told you the story, uh, this is something that hits near and dear to my heart because, um, gosh, over 20 years ago now, um, veganism is what saved me from um, not only having, you know, really bad health issues with my gut, um, with my depression, um, also being 90 pounds overweight and not really even wanted, wanting to be in my body because I didn't feel good. Um, veganism actually shifted my health into much better balance down the line. Now, these days I'm a flexitarian, but I sure, <laughs> I sure eat vegan a lot. And, um, and I love to hear how it, it serves as a medicine. Um, for those of us who who just need to to find that balance, and Tanisha knows all about that, she um, she has a great story to share. So welcome today, Tanisha. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. So tell us about what what got you started on this path, and kind of what you do as a plant based wellness coach. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'll start off with what I do. Um, so I'm serving women of color to help them transition to become plant-based vegan and also cleanse naturally with herbs. So I always say everything self-sufficient, um, empowering women to take back their health. How that journey started is because of my mom. And my mom was diagnosed with having diabetes about five or six years ago. And she was on all these different medications such as metformin, and they weren't doing anything. You know, my mom was very nauseous, dizziness. There was one day where she actually went temporarily blind. She just told us that she couldn't see. And it, yeah, it was the craziest day like that I could never forget. And it was, it was coming to a point of, well, what else can be done? Because the medication and just listening to the doctors is not helping us. And at this time I wasn't vegan, didn't know anything about this lifestyle. And I was fortunate enough to get introduced to, you know, YouTube and seeing how these natural holistic healers like Dr. Sabi was helping people with diabetes. And I just figured, well, why not? Honestly, like I had nothing to lose at that point, scared because I've never heard of using herbs to help, you know, heal people, but it was worth a try. And my mom and I, we took this journey together. I started cooking us a lot of alkaline vegan meals, regular vegan meals, and incorporating smoothies, ju juices, and different herbs to help clean her body. And about a year, year and a half later, she went back to check her levels. And her doctor was like, I don't know what she did, but you're not pre-diabetic and you don't have to worry about all these things. But he didn't know that I took her off of the medication. So and that, it was kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'm happy to hear that. You know, it was a great day in our lives, you know, to hear that she doesn't have to take all these different things. You know, now it's more regulated. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. 
Food, well, and hypocrisy said it best, let thy food be thy medicine. And yeah. food <laughs> is seem, medicine. Yeah. We seem to have forgotten that in the Western <laughs> world. Um, and so, yeah, there's, there's this beautiful, uh, so many different movements, um, you know, different uh, diets and, and lifestyles and things like that. But there is something special about clearing out the system. I, I feel intuitively just clearing it out, giving it only fresh vegetables, only, you know, really clean ingredients. And you know, gentle things that are gentle to the body. And, and so did, um, it sounds like her, her organs just learned to work again after not yeah. processing things very well. Yeah, absolutely. And during that journey, I was actually about 30 pounds heavier myself and I lost that, that weight without, you know, doing a lot of exercise. So I thought that that itself was a testimony to be like, well, I come from an athletic background of playing sports pretty much all my life. And that's how you learn to lose weight, right? It's, you know, some of it is in the kitchen, but that really showed me how much and how pitiful that eating what I'm eating is important. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And how would you say that this has affected your, your connection to your inner spirit? And that's, you know, we say that word wellness mm-hmm. and there's several dimensions of wellness. So I, I'd love to hear how that for your mom and for you kind of brought you into a greater spiritual wellness as well. Yeah. For, for my mom, I'll just say that, you know, she's happier, healthier, more vibrant. You know, for me, it hit a lot different, very unexpectedly. So it it brought me into spirituality. Honestly, I remember during my transition from, you know, eating meat to becoming vegan, vegetarian at that time I was taking, we took it slow. You know, it wasn't about one day become cold Turkey. I do want to preface with that as well. Um, and I remember there were days I was just driving to work because I had my nine to five this time as a social worker and I would be crying out of the blue. And I did not understand what was happening to my to my body, to my soul. But it was it was a harsh transition. And one, I think it was like my body getting rid of all those toxins that was inside of me and it was clearing my mind open. And then, two, I just think that my my body was ready now to show me a different type of lifestyle. Like, Hey, you've been, I was a big drinker, big party person. And I, I think that things were just shifting, but I couldn't understand it at that point in time. I couldn't verbalize it. I was like, I feel really sad. And it would just hit me in these random, random moments. A lot though, when I was driving either to or from work. Yeah. Oh, I had those moments. I be- <laughs> I remember those for sure. <laughs> those moments of, uh, I don't know if you want to call them, come to Jesus and yourself moments or <laughs> my spirit guides are just like hovering over me. Oh. Like, look at this, you know, you can't help, but look at what is just right there when you don't have all this kind of noisy stuff, mm-hmm. you know, going in your system. So I totally get that. And and it's probably, you know, why a lot of traditional spiritual paths, at least Eastern paths, you know, and even, you know, really strict, strict mystical paths in the West um, recommend either fasting or, or, you know, really clearing up the diet for a certain amount of time, because it does get you to where you hear everything, not only yourself, but you, then you can tune into the more higher elements and the, and the, the beauty around you as well. I think, um, there's a, a certain challenge in the fact that you, you can access more beauty and more clarity, but then you also have to go through that pain as well. You feel it all, all of it at once. It's still healing too. So yeah, I get it. I get it. And, and so how has that affected you aligning with your intuition? 
Um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, the party life and, you know, busy, I don't know if it's fast food or just quick food and, mm -hmm. you know, busy and keeping, keeping up with, with the Western world and, and the modern world. Um, it doesn't usually align to listening to our deeper intuition. So how has that shown up for you and, and how has that helped you in your process? Yeah, I'll honestly say as I was transitioning around 2018, the universe sat me on my butt and smacked me. So I, like I mentioned, a big party person, I drank a lot, a lot of alcohol. And when I was at my job, there was actually a moment in time where I passed out on a train after drinking a lot the night before. Yeah, body was shaking. I, I don't remember it because I just wasn't, I wasn't in the right mind. And they, they thought that I had like MS or some type of uh, brain nerve dysfunction going on. And something inside of me was just like, this doesn't sound right. But I was given two options. It was either after going through a bunch of tests, it was either one, you can take uh, medication and we can see how your body, you know, rolls with it, adapts to it. Or two, we could give you uh, an injection in, in your back and give you this fluid and see what comes about. And I was like, this, none of this makes sense. And I, all I knew was Western medication, even though I took my mom off of hers, I was still slowly learning things. And I just decided right then and there, like, no, I have to take care of myself. And I feel like this is the universe pushing me towards this herbalism life and this natural lifestyle. And I slowly started giving up alcohol. I didn't completely stop. I always like to be totally transparent. It took me steps because we live in a society where you go out, you drink, people come to your house, let's have a function where we drink, especially my culture. My, my family's from Guyana. And that's like one of the biggest things, you know, we're hanging out. It's the holidays, have a drink. And I, my body was repelling it. I kept getting sick. It wasn't to that extreme level of going to the hospital, but I would wake up feeling like crap the next day. And it I really feel like it forced me into this path of, okay, Tanisha, it's either you're going to continue doing this or you're going to take care of yourself because I do feel that when you take care of yourself, it's a form of self-love with what you eat, what you drink, it all matters. And from there, slowly, I felt that I became a little bit more intuitive because I'm I'm listening to my body. Before, I would have so many hangover nights and be like, it's okay, I'll, I'll just bounce back, you know, whenever. But no, I, I really started to listen more to myself even if it was in slower increments, but that led me to chakras, to meditation. And those were things that were never a part of my daily life. So 2018 was kind of the beginning of that journey. And then it slowly trickled down into around 2020 when I was doing things a little bit more intensively of even this year, 2022 was the first year I started journaling. So there's so many levels that I'm, I'm picking up and I just feel that it's in my path to not do everything at once, but to just take things in increments. And I think that that's okay because when you jump into everything, it can be a lot as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's one thing when we're trying to un maybe understand and overcome our egoic ways, um, you know, some people will try to go, like you said, cold Turkey, or I'm just going to go to that silent retreat for, you know, several months. And then I'm just going to live like a monk and that's it. And you almost, you almost like shove it into the shadows you know, and, and it becomes like this little goblin that wants to come up and, and get you. I mean, maybe it always is, but I think more making friends with it, learning to manage it, learning to um, become the spiritual being that you are, that understands your ego has its little ways, but it doesn't have to take over your life. Like you, you can have power over it as a spiritual being. 
you know, and it's Absolutely. not one or the other, but we have to, we got it. We have to have it. We have to walk around in the world. We have to drive in traffic. We have to make a living. Yeah. So the ego is there, but I think that's beautiful. A beautiful point that those out there that wish to kill their egos. I was just joking about that today. Um, when I was at the beginning of my path, I used to wish that like, okay, I'm reading these books. They say I can get rid yeah. of my ego. How do I kill mm-hmm. it? I just kill it. That and- was me too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you have yeah. to work with it a little bit and say, okay, I love you. Foolish little ego. No, um, <laughs> I, I love you. And I want, I want us to be happier. So trust, trust me, trust the higher power spirit guides, whatever is coming in that's guiding us knows way mm-hmm. better than, than the little ego does. And it is one step at a time. Yeah. I love that. So how does, um, how does that show up today in terms of, um, when you're challenged to maybe go back into that old pattern of either listening to your own thoughts over your intuition or listening to the thoughts of others and the opinions of others over your own intuition, how does that challenge you these days? And, and kind of yeah. share that with us. Uh, mind. It's an everyday struggle because <laughs> I will say this too. Um, if you're into astrology, I'm a Virgo and um, that is one of our biggest okay. Yeah. yeah, it's I've, it is a, couple. a real struggle because we overthink so much. Yeah. And so I have that going on <laughs> and while trying to, you know, work on myself cuz I don't I used to say, you know, I'm I'm healing myself and in ways I am, but I just really think it's self-improvement and self-introspection and that is an everyday journey. So there will be times where people ask me to go someplace and when I was younger I was a big people pleaser like, yes, anything that you need, like I just also, you know, when adult tells you to do something, you, you do it. That's that's just the way of how, how I was raised as well. That's respect. But now, and this is only probably in the past year, year and a half from when I left New York to Georgia is when I've been on this journey of, I have to choose me. You know, I have to put me first, my needs, because I, I feel that this year was a, even more of like, a transformation year where I was going from this, this cocoon to I'm now transforming into this butterfly because life has hit me hard with going from a nine to five to an entrepreneur. And that in itself comes with a lot, a lot of challenges. So it's been a lot of saying no to invites and people thinking that I'm, I'm just a hermit, you know, living in my own world that I need connection. And I love being around people. It's just that I recognize the season that I was in and I had to adjust to, to me. And that's where journaling, like I said, I picked it up in January and that was because of a book. I'm very big on self-help books. And the, um, the book was actually called the artist way. Oh, I love that book. Oh, uh, so good. So <laughs> good. Because I didn't think as much as I was, I've been on this journey, I didn't think that I actually had all these creative gifts, you know, it, in my head, it was like, all right, well, I'm just looking to become a coach, help people, but things started coming up while doing these activities of the book, going out, taking yourself on dates, nothing that I haven't done before, but just more in, intentionally. Yeah. And with that made me choose myself more. I was like, no, I'm not going to go to this, this family event because I just don't think that it's going to suit my needs right now. And I, again, it was formulating what's going on in my head to people was still very difficult um, because I do have issues with feeling into my my body at times like there is times where that sacral energy is disconnected and that also leads to creativity so you know it was important for me to just be alone for for the majority of this year but then 
realizing this season, which has been the fall season, the harvest season, that now I'm looking for that community again. But that came with, I think, being in silence with myself and understanding my needs and the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, yeah, that that it's been challenging. <laughs> oh, I hear you. That's and that is a really, really important point on especially in the beginning of new phases on our spiritual journey, that aloneness with ourselves is so, so important. And I, I think some people will try to um, shortcut it. You know, maybe it's a, like, I, like and, and I have nothing against retreats. I certainly, I want to hold them one day, but, you know, going yeah. to a retreat yeah. and being like, woohoo, life has changed in two days. And then like, you know, kind of being on a high and then going back into the world and sort of slowly forgetting yourself again. And sometimes for, for many of us, if not, I haven't done a study, so I don't know if it's all of us, but that period of rest and, and respite and solitude seems in, in my journey as well to be so very important. And, and they'll, they'll, it'll come in waves again where, you know, oh, I'm hitting a new level of my own evolution, a new level of my growth and awareness. So I need to tuck away again Mm -hmm. into that, that caterpillar cocoon, and I'll come out again as something new. Uh, But we have to be able to say no. And there's where that people pleasing thing comes in, Mm -hmm. because we don't want to hurt people's feelings, and we don't want to lose people. But hey, this is actually what's going to make me better in our relationship, even better for me and better for you. So there, you know, that challenge is very common, I think. And yeah, kudos to you for, for the bravery of just saying, you know what, (laughs) you're welcome. Even if you hate it, I got to do this. Right. It didn't seem, I will say this. It didn't seem like it was bravery at the time. It just felt like a ball of confusion. It felt like a roller coaster ride. 2022 is what it felt like because I kept going back and forth between full-time entrepreneurship. And I started off with a part-time job when I first moved and a family, you know, it's about stability. It's about finances, you know, making sure that you're okay. And me understanding there's nothing wrong with them wanting that for me because that's, that's what we're trained. That's what we're used to. Mm -hmm. But when you have this, this burning desire to do what you want to do in your business and know how you want to serve. When I, when I gained clarity, which that book helped with, in addition to different mentors, like I started seeking out business mentors for myself it was like, I don't, I don't want to do anything else. Like it was, I remember in April, I was looking for jobs because I had left the one part-time job and I was having the hardest time. And I'm like, I know I'm overqualified for some of these things that I'm applying for, but could not get a job to save my life. And I'm like, I'm wasting so much time doing this when I know what I want to do, but I want to, one is a little bit at people pleasing. Like I, I want to show my, my family like, oh yeah, I, I have a part-time job to help myself. And also was like, well, this is so new. Like maybe I do need some income to pour into that business right now. But it just, it just hurt. Honestly, I was like, I feel more stressed than anything looking for for jobs and pouring all my energy into that until I think it was around April when I just sat down and I remember I started gardening and I've, I've gardened in New York before, which is where I'm from, had a garden in the backyard, but it was just something about this period of time where it was like, you know what, just start planting seeds not knowing that it would be a metaphor for my for my year. And uh, I started making oils because I, I like doing things with my hands. And I think that the book like brought that back out of me. Even you know things about yourself, but sometimes you need a bit of a reminder, you know, that you forget it. And I always wanted to do it. I just never, never did. So I was like, you know what, let's take this time now to 
just be a little bit more quiet and do things that you enjoy. And from there, I then got introduced to one of my my current mentors and took her course. And so much clarity came through in my business to the point where in July, I had left a part-time job that I did get in like June. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. It's, it is time. My, I'll have to have the hard conversations with my, my family, which I did that did not go well. And sometimes it still comes up, you know, like, well, how's your finances? It's tough, you know, but I feel better knowing that I'm, I'm choosing myself and the things that I want to do and living in my purpose, which I think is, it's a blessing when you find that out for yourself. Oh, absolutely. And the other, the other part of that is, um, uh, maybe this will help. Uh, you know, when I took the leap from my corporate job and I had a nine to five, well, I had a lot of different nine to fives, but the longest one was 10 years and, and something I really hated, honestly, the entire time, but you know, I needed, I needed the, the stability and doing my coaching work part-time when I finally made the leap. Uh, yeah, it was scary at first. And I realized at a certain point, if I'm going to work that hard for someone else, there's no reason why I can't show up every day, right. nine to five, 10 to seven, whatever it is, maybe longer and do things that lead mm-hmm. towards my success. Somebody owns that business. Right. And now I'm called to this spiritual business and, mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, there's all kinds of ins and outs about doing wellness and spirituality as a business, but you know, still it's the same. So I think, you know, just thinking that for yourself, maybe if you hadn't thought about that already, yeah, you know, yes. all that energy, put it into mm-hmm. what you're doing and it's going, it's going to bring fruit, you know, because Definitely. people need you. You wouldn't be called Definitely. to do this unless they didn't. Right. Yeah. No, that that's if what this didn't. harvest season is. <laughs> right. Right. This fall is showing me that. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I drew a few cards for you as I typically do. Is that all right if yeah. I share that with you now? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, you're definitely in a, in a place where you're wanting to shine your light and you know it very clearly what that is inside. And I certainly understand what that is to really recognize yourself more than anyone else recognizes you. It's because spirits whispered to you and said, you know, you have a mission here. Um, you've got, you're, you're going to turn on some other lights, but it's going to take some courage and it's going to, it's not going to go away. This desire mm-hmm. to do this work is not going to go away. So whether if, if God forbid you do have to get a part-time job or a job, always keep doing it. I don't think that's going to happen for you as long as you keep giving your all to it, right. but even giving yourself that permission, like, all right. I'm never going to stop this. So I'm just a freight train going that direction, whatever I need to do along the way, that's going to be fine. And as long as you continue validating that to yourself, you'll notice you'll never have to look back, but the the fears may need a little bit of like, well, what are you going to do with this? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I see you. I'm going to keep moving. I appreciate your concern. Um, (laughs) and that of your family. Um, but yeah, you're moving out of a time of really, um, I feel like your confidence might've been shaken. You had an intention and then um, it's, it's no, it's not that it was shaken. It was that you needed to find it. You mm. had the the spirit calling and then it's like, whoo, this is big. And then, and then you had to, your, your kind of ego mind had to catch up a little bit like, okay, what mm-hmm. are we really doing here? And as you move forward into 2023, you do have a lot of visions that you've already created, whether it's a vision board or you've gone on a quest or you've just had this kind of inner knowing of what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Shedding that old identity is going to be huge. Like basically mm-hmm. who you were pre-2018 is gone in the past. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and that you learn from that and, and that it's part of your story, part of your past story, but it's not something that still comes up today. If anything, right. um, I feel like there's a, there's kind of a underlying negative self-talk that maybe, maybe you're not supposed to to, uh, like have your power or you're not allowed or you're not, you know what I mean? Like you're Mm -hmm. not actually meant to, like it's in your head. Like, do you ever worry Mm -hmm. that it's in your head? Uh, I mean, the Virgo. So there's a lot of talk that goes in this head. So (laughs) yeah, to be honest, there is a lot of back and forth sometimes, not with the business itself, but with you know, when it's going to get going, that, yes. that would probably be the biggest thing. Okay. Yeah. And I was going to share, I'm, I'm a cancer, but Virgo, Mars, and Venus. So I might as well be a Virgo. Oh. <laughs> so perfectionism. Yeah. Like, know everything before you take a step. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's a, I have a lot of intellectual in my, my moon is Scorpio and my rising is Aquarius. So I have a lot of intellectual stuff going on with me. Yes, I get it. And, and it is about mastering that air. That's going to mm-hmm. be so flowing all the time and, and gathering what's really important. So I have definitely have a someday maybe folder on your computer mm-hmm. and in your brain and like, okay, what are the three things I'm going to work on? or the one thing maybe mm-hmm. that I'm going to work on for this amount of time. And then, okay. and then if those things come back to me and always go with the intuition of what feels right, like, oh, well, one-on-one feels right to me right now. Okay. Group mm-hmm. feels right. Maybe a course, like I'm going to, I'm going to listen to all of that instead of trying to do it all at once, because that will right. paralyze you. Mm-hmm. Um, but your biggest challenge right now is, is family and uh, generational patterns. Um, the more that you meditate and get quiet. Um, it'll clear that out a little bit more and you'll get in touch with your higher self. And that is something that you're doing to heal generational wounds and generational patterns of of stuckness. Um, so your spirituality is literally, um, what is, what is doing that in you, but also it's going to help everybody else along the, the family line. Do you feel that? I know that. So well, you already have your mom very. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not even, well, yes, that, but, um, I'm it's, a lot, a lot of alignment has been like the past four months, I would say. And I recently had one an energy reading and two, um, some plant medicine that I did. And in one of those sessions, I just kept saying like, break the chains, break the cycle. Yes. And like, I feel and still sometimes still do, you know, like my heart is so heavy and I just don't understand why, like, I know what I'm going through is challenging, but then learning through that session, like you have the weight on your, your, your shoulders, mm-hmm. which leads to like, sometimes I have neck pain and shoulder pain. I was like, oh, well this, this makes sense. Like, you know, trying to heal all these different things. It's not just within me. And that is the new part of my journey that I'm on, you know, for, for my wellness, wellness being is figuring out what happened in the past and just learning to the, what I'm doing right now is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's going to help me and help those that came before me and honoring them. Absolutely. And it has to do with, with power to direct one's intentions and not kind of just, I, as you were speaking, I got a sense of like, yeah, generations all the way back of just feeling like, well, this is just what I was born into. This is just how it is. You just put up and shut up and kind of a, a sense of, I don't have the power to redirect my life, you know, or the, the power to even serve others at a greater degree. There's, there's this, um, disempowering belief. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it goes into, um, probably the father's side, but it could be a little bit of both, but I'm sensing more masculine side with Yes. This. Yeah. My dad's side is a, it's a tough side. Yes. Yeah. 
And it's just, yeah, I mean, they're hard workers. It's just what you do, mm-hmm. but if life sucks, so what, you know, suck it up, just keep going. And so yeah. that's that fear that you might feel from whether it's that side or anybody around you, that's like, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. they don't, they don't, it's not in their yeah. dream space oh, yeah. to even know that's possible. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're bringing back that power of, of choice and, and uh, volition, like self volition to that side mm-hmm. of the family. So I think that's really beautiful. And if anything, the biggest thing that's going to be challenging you as you let this out into the world and unleash yourself the way that you want is to make sure you're not putting energy into things that don't give back to you. Um, and so whether that's business plans or things that just don't feel like they're bearing fruit, um, you know, make sure being the Virgo that you are, you get to be real planner like with that and say, okay, if that's mm-hmm. not happening in three to six months, I'm going to dash it and go to the next thing so that you don't feel kind of lost out in the creative process. Um, bring marrying those two together would be very helpful and definitely balancing your intuition with, um, with what you want, because there Mm -hmm. may be some healing. There's definitely getting back into your heart. That's going to be a big part of your healing journey. Um, so that you do relate to people on an even deeper level. And I can see a lot of actual, what you did for your mom. I've got Mm -hmm. a flash of you actually helping women in very similar situations, um, possibly Mm -hmm. older women, but even helping women before that, before they Mm -hmm. get there, but Mm -hmm. almost being like, Hey, like, are you pre-diabetic? Do you have hormone issues? Like coming into this and, and kind of replicating that healing process because it's wow. Yeah. It feels like it would change families in in a big Mm -hmm. way. You're not just changing the life of one woman. It's the whole family. I love that. Yeah. For you, it's just be careful of shiny object syndrome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you have everything you need to succeed with this. You just got to get grounded. That's the biggest thing. Get you know grounded in the ground and create a plan that you'll stick with and right. watch, watch those seeds grow. Oh, I love that. Seeds is definitely the theme of the year. No, that was beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're so welcome. I can, I can feel the power of, of what you're doing. You're a medicine woman. That's what you are. Yeah. I learned that this year. Someone called me a, a healing witch and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, and it, after one of my readings that I, uh, energy reading that I had, I was like, oh, okay. But it makes sense because I'm either in the kitchen cooking different things. My friends call me the chemist because I'm always making different smoothies or juices. It's, it, I, I'm where I am supposed to be. And I know, and I enjoy it. You know, I have a lot of fun doing those things and just being creative and, you know, making it a self-sufficiency lifestyle. Like I make my own hair oil, body oil now. I'm not really relying on, the world, you know, for my products as much, or if I am, I'm going to a local small business owner that I know cares about their things as much as I do. Yeah. That's important. It's important because the energy is very different in those Mm -hmm. things. Yes. And that, that does make a difference in your health for sure. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Amazing. You're welcome. And so if people would like to find you, especially those out there struggling with health issues, wanting to know if there's other alternative methods to overcome prediabetes and all kinds of stuff that veganism can help, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can go to my Instagram, which is plant-based vibes. So P-L-A-N-T-B-A-S-E vibes, V-I-B-E-S, same on TikTok. And then my website is www.mswellnessllc.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tanisha. It's been awesome talking to you. Yeah. I had a great time today. Good, good. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again later. 
Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.